If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. All of our Angular X Prizes, the teams are moving towards one moonshot. But this one is different in the sense that we've asked teams from around the world, all right, tell us your challenge facing humanity, you know, and tell us how you can use AI to tackle that challenge. How can we use artificial intelligence to make the world a better place? That's the question underlying the IBM Watson AI XPRIZE. This is a global challenge in which teams come up with new AI technologies to solve some of the major problems currently confronting society. The IBM Watson AI XPRIZE challenge is a relatively new branch of XPRIZE, a competition which has been developing solutions to problems in areas including spaceflight, environment, and education since 1994. The current IBM Watson AI XPRIZE competition has been in progress since June 2016. They'll be announcing 10 semifinalists in December 2019, with a winner to be announced in spring of 2020. Devin Krotman is the Director of Global Learning XPRIZE and IBM Watson AI XPRIZE. Devin, before we get to talking about the IBM Watson AI XPRIZE, how did you first become aware of the power of artificial intelligence for good? I became aware of the power of AI for good, you know, through this very competition in the interest of transparency. Before I started working on this competition, I had a very nascent understanding of AI, mostly through the media. But working through this competition and working on it and directing the day-to-day operations, I kind of see firsthand how AI can be really leveraged for good. So tackling some humanitarian problems that we face every day, it's truly inspiring to see how AI can be used to benefit the planet. When you say you had a nascent understanding of AI, before we get a look at what's happening this year with the X Prize, what was one of the most important things that you learned along the way? That's a great question. I think learning what AI really is, you know, this is a, I'll, I'll give you a very high level answer, but, you know, learning about the different kinds of AI. So there's artificial narrow intelligence, which is ANI, and that's focusing on, if you're using Google Maps, that AI is just telling you where to go from point A to point B. So it's got a specific function. And then there's AGI, which is artificial general intelligence, which is about getting us to an AI where it's mimicking the human brain. We're not there yet, and certain experts will say we'll get there in 10 years, 30 years, 50 years. And then from AGI, you go into ASI, and that's super intelligence, and that's the age of robots and stuff like that. So understanding the different phases of it, but then also understanding the field of AI and what's included in it, right? So AI really encompasses a lot of different things. So we're talking about robotics, natural language processing, machine learning, and then the subfields of machine learning, like deep learning and recursive learning and reinforcement learning. So learning how complex this field is and really understanding how it implicates our day-to-day lives. And in fact, you just taught me something I did not know because I did not know about AGI. I didn't know about the subdivisions and what that is. I would have guessed it was all one umbrella, and no, it isn't, according to what you just said. Would you tell me the story of the IBM Watson AI XPRIZE? I understand it's been, what, just about three years? XPRIZE has been around for almost 25? Yeah, that's right. You know, XPRIZE is celebrating our 25th anniversary this this coming fall. But this particular IBM Watson AI XPRIZE was launched just over three years ago actually at TED, and the idea behind it was to kind of break the mold of what we do at XPRIZE ourselves. So this XPRIZE is actually different than any of our other XPRIZEs in the sense that 
all of our Angular X prizes, the teams are moving towards one moonshot, you know, which literally could be going to the moon. But this one is different in the sense that we've asked teams from around the world to we say, all right, tell us your challenge facing humanity, you know, and tell us how you can use AI, but more specifically the fields of the subfields of AI to tackle that challenge. So instead of going towards one moonshot, we have teams working towards 30 different moonshots. And the whole press, the assumption behind this, the, the true mission of this particular XPRIZE was to propagate and to accelerate this AI for good movement. We felt that this was an important dialogue to have now while before we get to AGI, because then it's too late to have that conversation, but we wanted to have that dialogue now. And we felt that doing that through an XPRIZE and proposing and accelerating the AI for good movement, but doing it through concrete examples through what our teams are working on is what we felt was really important. So, you know, the AI for good movement uh, is ever present right now. But what makes this XRI so different is we have 30 different use cases where teams are actually showing how AI for good can be done in action. And, you know, it's important to have that conversation now. And that's why we launched it three years ago. And that's why I'm excited to, for next year's finale and what that holds for the future. Let's take a look at some of what these teams are doing that set their own challenges. There's no way we can go through all of them, but what are two or three of the exciting ones where they're going to be using AI to create a better world in this particular competition? Yeah, so I mean, just the ones that kind of pop up in my head are we have teams using AI and machine learning to prevent against malaria. We have teams that are using AI and machine learning to better mitigate against disasters. And then we also have teams that are using subsets of AI to identify low birth rate and in infants. So really, you know, we kind of run the whole gamut. You know, there's a lot of health-focused teams. There's teams focused on disaster, environment. And I think because they're so diverse, that underscores just how important this prize is, is that AI and machine learning can be really embedded into almost every aspect of our lives. How do you do that? How do you use AI machine learning to deal with a disaster, maybe predict it, something? I'm, of course, being in California, I'm thinking of an earthquake, but what specifically are they doing? You know, I, that's a very technical question. I could try to answer that, but I'll give you my 20,000-foot level, and I think ultimately this comes down to data. You know, the reason that we've been talking about AI more and more over the last few years is because of the data revolution that we've gone through. We have more and more data than we ever had before, and that is what makes AI, but specifically machine learning, so robust. And we're developing better algorithms because the data that we're getting from these different fields, whether it's from natural disasters or from medical data, it's becoming more robust and more structured, and that allows our algorithms within the fields of AI to become better. Where are your teams right now? What's happening next for the IBM Watson AI X Prize teams before April of next year? Right. So it's a great question. I mean, this is truly the most challenging part of the competition. This year, we are asking them to really provide data behind how their products are working and to provide the code behind that so we can truly evaluate that. But more importantly, we're also, we're also really pushing them to demonstrate how their products will have an impact on humanity. So those two components are allowing us to try to move forward with the 10 semifinalists in the fall that will carry into 2020. So really the teams are focusing on getting their products as refined as possible, but also showing the true impact that these products can have. You know what blew me away was researching this and discovering, whoa, this competition lasts for four years. I don't know of any other that does. So what is next after April of 2020? Where's the AI X Prize going once you have declared the winners and how can people participate? Yeah, so I think that's a great question. I think this is applicable to a lot of our X Prizes is that the grand prize award or ceremony is really the beginning of everything. You know, it, it, we, 
in the past, XPRIZE has handed out a check. But now, in this new XPRIZE model that we're going through, we really want to use that as the beginning to have a conversation. So we want to use this opportunity next April to demonstrate to the greater world how AI for good can be done in action and to really start to to communicate that effort through our communications and our marketing efforts to get these teams broadly communicated and marketed throughout the world. And what that looks like, we're still figuring that out, but truly after April 2020, the real impact starts. And we want to show people how this can influence humanity and how it can be used to benefit society. So it's, it's a different kind of exercise. It's no longer competition at that point. It's more of a marketing and communication effort to demonstrate the impact that these products have. What was interesting to me was seeing that pretty much anybody can compete in this, if I've understood correctly, and that although your teams are set, do I understand correctly that you still need support and there are still ways people can get involved? Yeah, I mean, I think XRISE is always looking to expand our ecosystem. Right now, we are currently full on teams as it relates to the AI XRISE, but we're always looking for more people with AI expertise, whether it's to help us spread our message you know, throughout the world or whether it's to help us in different components of our judging model, which is very complex. So, you know, I would encourage people if they listen to this podcast to reach out to us and tell us about their skill set. And we can always try to find a way to get people involved. Let's, for example, look at a couple of the people who are likely to be listening. A lot of folks who listen to the podcast are educators in some capacity or makers. How might you be able to use their skills? Well, I think AI plays a large role in education. And you can see that not only through this XPRIZE, but also through our Global Learning XPRIZE. So I think AI and Self-learning tools can be used in conjunction with our education system to kind of make everything more robust and to build out a bigger education initiative. What would you say would be some of the best ways going forward that people can support you? What do you need? What will you need in another year to maybe even project ahead to five years? There's a lot of different ways to get involved. I think one is around just talking about this idea. You know, this AI for Good movement is... It's critically important. You know, AI is already embedded into almost everything we do in our lives. So for people to educate themselves on what AI really is, how it's working within our everyday lives, and how it can be used to supplement our everyday lives. So I think everyone has kind of a a burden to carry about that. So there's a term that I heard a couple months ago called AI literacy, similar to digital literacy. And I think everyone, regardless if they're involved with the AI exercise or not, should take on a responsibility to learn more about AI and how can be involved in our everyday lives. So I think that's the most important takeaway. With that in mind, what resources do you especially like for people becoming more artificial intelligence literate? Simple answer, the World Wide Web. So, you know, I know when I was coming up on and starting to operate this prize, I simply did a lot of research. You know, I read a lot of Medium articles. Medium does a great job of publishing articles that provide an overview of AI that's easy to comprehend for us non-technical folks. So I would encourage people to go out read about it through the internet, ask questions of people who are in the field, and this will drive and sort of close the gap between technologists and other people who are not involved with technology, and that will sort of bridge the gap between this AI literacy. I admit I love medium.com, and let's be sure and give the website where people can get in touch with you as well to find out how they can support XPRIZE. Yeah, our website is ai.xprize.org. ai.xprize.org. I'd love to have you step me through something here. We've already got this round just about concluding in April of next year, but what if someone listening says, okay, they've had 17 of these competitions so far. How do I get into the next one? Every X Prize is different, so I want to make sure I give an answer that's appropriate for all of them, but 
I think continuing to look at the prizes that XPRIZE launches and look to understand, let me take a step back. You know, one thing that XPRIZE believes in is the power of the crowd. So every time we launch an XPRIZE, we truly believe that anyone in the world can solve it, whether or not they're an expert in that field. So that's something that we want to continue to echo. So whether or not we launch a prize centered around longevity in the future or something else or something related to oceans, we want everyone to feel that to read about this prize, to understand what the true problem is, and to come up with an innovative approach. So feeling that there's always an opportunity to compete in these X-Prizes is something important. And every prize is different in terms of the sign-up process and stuff like that. But I would encourage people to read about each X-Prize and to do their best to understand how an outside-of-the-box idea could really help to solve the future. You know, we've had prizes where, you know, tattoo artists who have no experience in the field of oceanography have helped to solve different problems. So really, it's about creating an open environment where everyone's ideas are open and accepted. You mentioned longevity. I was excited to see your impact roadmap on your website where, in fact, there is in progress a longevity study. There is in progress, I believe, the future of food. And I think, now I'm taking this from memory, I believe housing and forests as well. So interesting areas for people to get involved in. Yeah, and if I could circle back, actually. So there is, you know, one active prize that we are currently recruiting for, and that's our ANA Avatar X Prize, which is different than our AI X Prize, but there's sort of a nexus between the two. And this one's about focus on robotics and allowing people to take their senses to a different part of the world. And even if you don't have experience in robotics, we would encourage people to look at this prize and to understand how they may get involved. You know, oftentimes the best solutions are coming from a conglomerate of different people with different backgrounds. So yeah, you'll need someone in robotics to help develop the solution, but you'll need someone to understand the soft side of things and how humans interact to really create a comprehensive solution. So again, the ANA Avatar X Prize is open for recruitment. I would encourage people to look at that and to start networking with that team to see how they can get involved. ANA Avatar X Prize. I'm going to assume that's on the website we were talking about just before. Suppose they get their team together and now they have an idea. What's next? What can they expect to spend in terms of time? What kinds of expenditures involved? And is there travel involved? So, well, the deadline to sign up for that is September 30th, so that's quickly approaching. But in terms of resources committed, that really ranges between every different team. You know, some teams work remote and just spend their off hours working on it so they minimize expenses. Other teams go all in. Some people end up sacrificing their jobs and to put their hard costs in. So it can really run the wide gamut. You know, people can spend a lot of money on these X prizes. Other people might spend minimal money. And there's no right or wrong way to kind of look at that and say, oh, if you spend more money, you're more likely to win. I don't think that's the case. I think everyone has a different approach to these X prizes. And it really varies by team, competing team. I'm actually getting that what would be more likely to win would be not somebody focusing on, I want to win, but somebody focusing on, how do I serve? What will do really well for the future world? That's kind of the impression I'm getting here. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, again, we believe in the power of the crowd, and it's proven time and time again, since <laughs> way before XRI, that, you know, the power of ideas can really come from anyone in the crowd, and we want to continue to echo that through all of our XRI's. Devin, what's been one of the most inspiring experiences you've had in the time that you've been working with XPRIZE? Yeah, so I think to give you some background, I've supported other prizes at XPRIZE, and one of them was the Global Learning XPRIZE, which was focused on developing open source education software that would take children from very low levels of literacy, numeracy, and writing to basic levels over the course of 15 months. And what we were trying to prove was that open source education software could help bridge the gap for the 250 plus million children around the world 
who lacked access to basic education. So it wasn't about replacing teachers. It was about bridging that gap. And that was literally one of the most inspiring projects I've worked on. I had the opportunity to go to Tanzania multiple times and to see our field test in action where these children are using the software. And that's something that's really hard to put into words, especially over the phone. But to see the power of education and to see the power of uh, children learning on their own is something that I'll take with me the rest of my life. You've just touched on one of my favorite causes here because I've seen it change lives. I've seen books and imagination and education change lives like, yeah, where would I sign up for something like this one? I love that. As we conclude here, if people could only get one thing from you and from XPRIZE about innovation, creativity, and making a difference, what would you want them to take away? I think that they can take away that the future does not have to be dystopian, that the future can be bright, and that there's a future where humans and machines can collaborate to create a better future for humanity. I truly believe that we have the technology and the data at our disposal to solve a lot of the challenges that have been facing us for a long time, and I'm excited about what's going to happen over the next few years when it comes to developing those solutions. Devin, thank you for your time today. Thank you. You and I have been listening to Devin Kratman, Director of Global Learning XPRIZE and IBM Watson AI XPRIZE. You'll find updates on the IBM Watson AI XPRIZE competition on their website, ai.xprize.org. And as Devin mentioned, they'd love to hear from you if you can support XPRIZE as a volunteer. Once again, that website, ai.xprize.org. And by the way, they're currently recruiting for their ANA Avatar XPRIZE till September 30th, 2019. If you happen to be a roboticist or know a roboticist who'd like to have more information, once again, the website, ai.xprize.org. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two... T-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X, twomavericks.com. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music provided by Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.